0: Before I take a sip. Welcome to another edition <laughs> of Mr. Nice Guy, I'm Ben Slowey. Today on the show, I have my lovely friend, Rachel Waleen. She <laughs> is a photographer. She has her own photography brand. It's called Rachel Waleen Photography. Yeah. And she's also a school photographer at UWM, she's going into her senior year, she works for the Odyssey, uh, and is the president of uh, the entire UW so Odyssey, subs, yeah. which is dope. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a lot of work, I can imagine we're going to get into that. Um, yeah, she's done a lot of cool shit, she's worked with batting gloves, that's also pretty cool, we were just talking about that, apparently batting gloves uh, takes you on really cool trips. Um, <laughs> but um, but thank you for being on the show, welcome
1: Yeah, thanks for having me I'm really pumped to be honest Good. I haven't done a podcast in so long Really? So.
0: Yeah uh, Well, I'm happy to have you I've been seeing that you've been uh, hard at work most of the summer mm-hmm. um, You know, you, a, a journalist is a creative in my book So, by all means Thank you <laughs> Oh, of course, I love talking to other journalists mm-hmm. um, I feel like we just, our souls meet You know yeah. what I mean? But Tell me how you are, because I haven't seen you in so long.
1: Um, Well, I actually just got my first apartment in June, which I thought was pretty sweet. And I'm able to pay for it all myself, which is a huge thing. Because, like, um, I don't know, it's fulfilling that I'm actually, like, on my shit. But um, also, I mean, I appreciate it a lot more because it's my money going into it. Mm. Um, And... It's just really cool, like have my own place and not like rely on mom and dad. Right. I mean, they still help me out but like I don't ask them for like yeah. any money and I mean, it's being broke but I'd rather have fun in milwaukee of than course, like just yeah. go home and like work go to bed yeah. like not that i don't love going home but yeah right i don't know that's been a big thing for me i finally sleep on a bed bigger than a twin oh that
0: <laughs> that in itself is, is a w <laughs> right there yes. like i am um, man i uh, once you get out of the dorms like i'm because like all the dorms have you know those twin beds mm-hmm. but like getting a queen is life changing Uh, well it's
1: actually a full size oh but but that's a huge chunk yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i can actually like roll around not worry about falling
0: yeah and you know if you have your significant other it's (laughs) like non-existent right hey same here though (laughs) cheers to that cheers to that but you know uh god willing uh it's it's nice to have room to actually like share it with somebody yeah and also have your own space but yeah yeah but um no having a having a full bed's tight
1: oh yeah really anything's better than a twin
0: yeah (laughs) that's for sure (laughs) yeah well good for you that's exciting that's you know thank you one step uh you know moving closer to uh the big girl yeah the impending (laughs) adulting as they say um Yeah. So, um, yeah. What have you been up to all summer? Just a lot of work. it Sounds like.
1: Yeah. I I started being a school photographer, um, and I work long hours in August because that's the busy season. Um, but the pay is totally worth it, and I know that working like these twelve-hour days Monday through Friday is gonna pay off when school starts. So, like, yeah, I'm complaining about it now, mm-hmm. but I mean, I'm gonna thank myself later yeah. because I'm gonna have more of like a cushion where when I like if I want to go out, if I actually want to like treat myself to something. Cause I haven't gone shopping in months because I've just been saving oh, for an yeah. apartment. Girl, well, <laughs> I, haven't,
0: no. I haven't gotten <laughs> shit like for myself at all. And it yeah. sucks.
1: <laughs> I know <laughs> I but that. sometimes I'm like, I want to like maybe do a little thing. Like something is those, well Oh, I'll go to Starbucks today and I'll mm-hmm. get like my favorite drink. Like, right, I can't yeah. do that nearly as much as I did. Yeah. But I mean, when I have alcohol in me though, like
0: Oh yeah, kinda. the impulsiveness. Yeah, I was I was
1: at a I was in a wedding last Saturday, oh, and then um, I just noticed that I had forty dollars worth of shots in my credit card.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's and real. I yeah. was like,
1: okay, well, that doesn't happen very often, so it's
0: yeah. Like, oh my God, that's so that's so true. <laughs> like I, there will be nights where you know, especially yeah, the alcohol makes the rash decisions rack up. Mm-hmm. Like I also haven't treated myself to nearly as much like I love to go out to eat to like different spots yeah. I haven't been able to do that in so long mm-hmm. um, and like uh, I also yeah I haven't shopped at all mm-hmm. I um, I can't like you know go out like every time I go out whether it's to just a show whether it's just out with friends like yeah. I like have to consciously think about oh yeah the drinks I'm buying like yeah. I can't just be like here's my tab like, yeah, you never know,
1: open a tab, either, right,
0: so. <laughs> here's my fucking tab, What and like, you know, like, what are the damages, yeah, but like, I haven't been able to do that in so long, because like, I used mm-hmm. to, for like, a while, I was just being so frivolous, I was just buying my friends drinks and shit, and I'm like, yeah. oh, don't I owe you from that, like, one time, like, six months ago, oh my god, I got, I got you, you. <laughs> <laughs> but, see, I can't even, okay. I can't even fucking do that these days, yeah, um, and I feel you on the parents, like, like having to help you out when you need it. Because, like, I'm kind of finally at a time where it's, like, I'm paying for, like, as much as I can. The most I ever have on my own. Yeah, me too. And it's still, like, there will be times where it's, like, I need help with my loans. Like, can you, like, spot me for this month? Or mm-hmm. I need to refill my bus pass. It's just 25 bucks. Or if mm-hmm. I have therapy. There's, like, things that, like mom has to help me out with sometimes but Mm -hmm. i mean in the past like i had to like help her or ask her for like full like sums of rent and shit like it was bad and i owe her a lot of money for it yeah but um but you know it's it's not something that you know just like it's not something that happens right away it's like it's like a gradual thing where you find yourself more self-sustaining
1: yeah and i know i wanted to do that a lot earlier like after freshman year college, I was like, "Oh, like I want to get an apartment because that's what all my friends are yeah. doing." But I'm like, "Well, I can stay in the dorms and save a lot of money mm-hmm. because, like, luckily, I, I at the time I had it covered." So um, I was like, "Maybe I'll just like take advantage of that while I can." And then I made itself myself a goal before I graduated college to get my own apartment. Mm-hmm. And when I finally signed that lease, and I did it with my own money um, instead of like before, I would have to ask my parents for rent. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more satisfying, I guess, and I'm like, sweet, I can actually do this. Like, hard work does pay off. Or it would just be like, fun money. But I mean, I still like, like my mom will like take me to the store. She'll be like, oh, do you need any like groceries? Mm -hmm. I'll buy you some. And like, she'll still do that. But like, I haven't asked for money in like two years. It's nice. Yeah. It's really nice. But it also sucks because I have to like budget everything. Yeah, yeah. But it's also good and teach me discipline and like. I only buy things that I absolutely need mm-hmm. and um like there's some things I have that are still like that I don't like I guess I'm cheap on. Like, I can't buy cheap peanut butter. Mm-hmm. I need to have... You
0: need your... you need. There's some things you can be authentic about. You know I need I mean? my
1: Jif peanut butter. I have Jif too. Yeah. And, yeah. and, like, I need my, like, good roundies butter. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, as weird as that sounds, I okay. need those two things. Otherwise, the rest, I'll be cheap on, but... Right, Like yeah. I've, I need those. That's true. And then Creative Cloud, I need to have that. Yeah. Even though it's like, $20 yeah. a month, I'm like yeah i use it all the time oh so for sure yeah. i'm like this is an investment yeah the yep. an expense
0: because it's like this is more than just like um it's more than just a luxury this is what genuinely makes me happy in yeah. times where
1: like i know it'll pay off
0: yeah well. right right yeah. oh my god yeah like i you know there's some things like i will ball out on occasion mm-hmm. like um, um i'm trying to think like uh a big thing for me is coffee. Like, I hate just shit coffee. <laughs> like, coffee that just tastes like straight ass. Yeah. Like, I, I need coffee that actually, like, uh, like tastes good. I was yeah. talking to my mom about this the other day on the phone. Like, it's like, we can't really afford, like, nice shit as much, but we need, like, good coffee. That's, yeah. like, just something yeah. that just makes everything, everything. better. Mm-hmm. Um, also, man... I haven't had Oakland Euros in
1: a minute. I have never had an Oakland Euro Are you
0: one. kidding me? I'm not kidding.
1: I've had the mozzarella sticks.
0: Okay. Can, I, can bre- I, like, take you to get an Oakland Euro? <laughs> like,
1: I, sure. I haven't had okay, one. Okay. I'm going to
0: take you to go-
1: I mean, it's open right now. You uh, go? <laughs>
0: yeah. After, after this.
1: Like, this will
0: be our breakfast. Um, I, okay. I, uh, that that baffles me that you have been uh, well, on the east side for this long. Yeah. And you haven't had an Oakland Euro. Well,
1: when I was younger, like, I had a friend that had a bad experience with Euros, and oh. then that just kind of ruined it for me. Right, yeah. So, like, when I see him, I just think of him, like blowing chunks everywhere. Oh god. Yeah.
0: That so can, okay that can be traumatizing.
1: <laughs> so, but this was like when I was like seven years
0: old. Sure. That's fair. <laughs> I cu- okay I couldn't eat asparagus for like what like 15 <laughs> years something like that because I gagged on it one time when I was little. You
1: but didn't throw
0: up. I didn't even throw up. I gagged. <laughs> I literally just gagged on it. But then when I was drunk at Mifflin three years ago and we went to the nitty gritty. Yeah the nitty gritty. Yeah yeah. For some reason, uh, I ordered... I, no, I remember I ordered uh, steamed vegetables thinking it was going to be, like, you know, something yeah. else. Yeah. But uh, it ended up being asparagus. <laughs> and I was, like, drunk. I'm like, fuck it. I haven't <laughs> had asparagus in so long. I'm going to just try it.
1: With all this alcohol, it might as well be Right, healthy.
0: yeah. <laughs> so that got me into asparagus again. But I, I know what you mean. But point being... I'm gonna take you to to, uh, do an Oakland year. It'll be a a Ben and a Rachel thing. I'm gonna take you to have a year out because you are missing out genuinely. It is so fucking good. Um, Mm -hmm. But anyway, I digress. I wanna talk about your creativity. So what we talk about in Mr. Nice Guy, we examine our love, our fear, our inspiration, our motivation, our passion, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, First time we actually like met each other was when, uh, we, I was doing, like, the, the J3, like, um, the, like, art showcase things, and I found out, because you were in Mm Gamify and I found out that you, uh, did photography, Mm -hmm. and I think I literally, like, just friended you, and was like, hey, I see you do photography, you want to, (laughs) like, show your work or something, and, like, you're, like, yeah, why not, Mm -hmm. uh, so, that was our first uh time meeting mm-hmm. and after that um I, history. it really has been mm-hmm. we're drinking coffee uh um on a hot summer day yeah um, <laughs> like two years later mm-hmm. and um yeah, and I've been seeing just you really coming into your own mm-hmm. um it's just been nothing but a a beautiful and pleasant experience like hanging out with you since and everything Mm -hmm. like I just love to hang out with you and Mm -hmm. hear what you have to say so I want to first uh, take it back and, and I guess I want to know about your like your first time picking up a camera.
1: Okay well it was in high school when I realized I wanted to be a film major. I'm not a film major anymore But um, at the time, I was like, oh, I want to make videos and I want to do it more than just like on my phone because like, yeah, iPhones can do a lot for video, but like, I I just wanted to like up it. And Mm -hmm. so like after I graduated high school, I, um, with my graduation money, I bought a camera and it was like, it was a Canon um, Rebel and I initially was going to use it for videos. And Mm -hmm. so when I got it, I was around like in my yard back home and I was just, like playing with the video and then I was like oh like this is a camera I should like take pictures with it too so Mm -hmm. I started playing around with that more and um, just it slowly started to like evolve I guess I kind of got more of an eye to it Um, and I guess I started posting my pictures on Facebook just on my personal things I was like oh like here's just some photography I do I think it looks cool. Yeah. That's it. I wasn't thinking I was ever going to start a business. I wanted to be artistic, and I'm like, well, since I—I I mean, I still make videos, but I'm like, since I have a camera, I might as well just use it for both purposes. Yeah. So then, as like um, freshman year college progressed, I. Um, like start taking pictures of my friends they'd ask to take, for me to take pictures of them and we'd like mm-hmm. go around walking your campus and stuff and I was like yeah sure mm-hmm. like let's do a photo
0: shoot lots of great uh, yeah. photo ops all over the city so. yeah
1: and just hop on the bus and you're downtown like 10 minutes so yeah. I thought that was really cool and then again I just I just post them on Facebook um, they'd share them they'd tag me and then people start messaging me asking to take their picture but they said they are willing to pay me oh, and cool. I mean since I'm um, Like, I still feel like I just started, because it was like two or three years ago, that I shouldn't charge that much. So, like, somebody wanted a headshot. I'm like, okay, 10 bucks. Like, stuff like that. Somebody wanted senior pictures. I'm like, okay, um, that's more time. I'll do $100 compared to other people that charge almost a grand for senior pictures. And they turn out Uh, just as good or better. And, like, I don't know. It just started slowly progressing from there. More and people started reaching out to me. I had some relatives. like reach out to me for pictures for a water ski show up in Eagle River. Oh, word. Um, yeah, I know. It was, it was hard to do, but some, I got it. That
0: is some uh, stone cold Wisco <laughs> shit right there. <laughs>
1: yeah, honestly. Yeah. And so then, um, yeah, I just, I did more senior pictures, Christmas cars. I made enough money from it with even the extra equipment I bought. Cause I bought like two more lenses and um, I got like a tripod and stuff. Um, and it would be, I made a profit off of it within a year. That's so, amazing. I made almost $1,000 in a year just off of photography. Mm. And um, even though it was a small amount, I was like, that's super cool. Like, within a year of making a profit off of something, I just bought for $500. It's still bucks, just starting. And it's still paying for itself because I actually landed my job um, with Spiders Batting Gloves from photography. Cool. Which was cool because yeah. the guy reached out to me and said, I love your work. Like, I need. I'm looking for people to help me out with, like content and taking pictures and stuff because he would just do it on his phone and then like i went in met up got hired like right away i and saw then, that yeah. super
0: fucking dope picture of you with like the bat and like the batting gloves it's oh, like, yeah it's like one of your like intro photos on facebook yeah and i like i was like you look so fucking cool
1: <laughs> and like the funny part is when i got hired i told him i was like you know, I don't know anything about baseball. I'm like, I've dated like three baseball players, yeah. but that's about it. Like that's <laughs> yeah. all I know. Right. He's, he's like, oh, I really don't care. He's like, as long as you can take Oh pictures. my God, yeah, right. And so like, that was really cool. And then like, I got paid for that obviously. So like, that's even more paying mm-hmm. for it itself. And then I worked at Milwaukee Magazine last semester. I saw semester. it, yeah. Yeah, yeah and that good. I got hired like right over the phone because they saw like my work online. And then this new job being a school photographer that one was basically handed to me too because of my
0: previous, experience. Yeah, yeah previous, previous
1: experience. Yeah, so it's all kind of like working out for itself. I never thought photography was going to be a route I was going to mm-hmm. take. I always thought, always thought it was really cool, um, but yeah, I, I just never thought I'd be like a photographer because yeah. I was like, no, I'm more of a writer, and I right. still am a huge writer, but. I guess I can do both. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't think I could do both, which was weird, but you don't have to pick and choose. They kind of go hand in hand.
0: Oh, yeah. There's a lot of uh, crossover appeal with that, because you're telling a story either way. You know, Mm -hmm. you're telling a story either through pictures. You know, they say pictures tell a thousand words. It's like you Mm -hmm. can be, you can tell a story entirely through pictures, but you can also do it with words, Mm -hmm. i.e. print. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) so, um... And you can combine the two as well. Yeah. Um, So, no, that's super cool that you just sort of did something for, like, you know, for leisurely purposes. Mm -hmm. And then it just sort of, like, uh, progressed into something that people saw in you Mm -hmm. and came to you for. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, there's just a real beauty in that is that you have, like, you know, you have a skill and art form that people value a lot. Mm -hmm. Not many people can do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can buy a camera and be a shit photographer, you know, mm-hmm. like,
1: you
0: yeah. can. Just, you know, I can have a fucking camera, can do a trash podcast.
1: Yeah. But, but it's still good. Still, content quality. Content,
0: right. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, why I'm afraid to watch the first 10 episodes of the show anyway. Um, because like I, I was still starting out with this whole thing.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just like a really awesome thing that, you know, you just did something for fun and just found like uh, a passion for it, and it's just a way that. What do you feel like? I guess like, um, uh, how would you like describe your photography as like uh, distinct? You know how, or I guess like how do you feel like it's true to you? How like your, your your style of okay. photography.
1: Um. Well. Yeah. So. Um. I feel like it's very dramatic when I do like certain stuff on my own. Um. I actually love photographing hands. That's one of my favorite things to do. And like, there's that picture in like the Sistine Chapel in Italy. That's like the two fingers going like this, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, I love that. Like I kind of want to get it tattooed on me somewhere, but I don't know where, I don't know when, um, yeah, I love doing like hands, doing different things. I've done like hands with feathers, hands with like necklaces that just like, I drape them over my fingers and it looks like kind of creepy. Um, I don't know, I just love doing weird things with hands, and I think that's what's cool about the batting glove thing because like I had so many pictures of hands because they just you can do so many things with them, yeah yeah, and then I'm like, well, batting gloves, same thing, you just put a glove on, yeah. you just don't make it look as creepy, right but, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know I feel like it's more dramatic, totally. and if there's color in it, I'd like to make it more vibrant, yeah, so I guess those are like. Two words I could say to describe the like aesthetic. Oh, yeah, oh, right,
0: right, right. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. your, your touch,
1: my touch, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sister
0: uh, oh, <laughs> sister, sister, in fact, snapped. my <laughs> god, yeah. Um, when you commented that, I was so happy, anyway. <laughs> um, uh, so, um, so how I want to, so well, I guess, um. So I know you said you originally wanted to do film. What made you go more the journalism route?
1: Um well I love to write and frankly when I was younger in grade school I hated writing with the passion Mm -hmm. and this is kind of like a weird story so anyway like I was like I think I was in like middle school or something I was still pretty young this is when I used to live like just outside of Madison Mm -hmm. and um I hated writing. I would always be like pulling teeth writing a book report like in third yeah. grade, you know, the days. Right. And yeah. um my brother and I were climbing a tree in our backyard and he is a couple years younger than me, so he was like really young at the time and he kept on asking me to write him a story. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "No, like I don't like writing. Like that's dumb." And yeah. so He's like, well, can you please write me a story and stuff? He just kept on haunting me about it. And we were up in this tree. And I was like, okay, fine. And I called it the tree jumper because we were in the tree. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. So then, like, I took a school notebook that night. And I wrote, like, three pages of it. And, like, I still have all the notebooks I've ever written stories in. Oh, wow. And I love looking back at them and seeing how, like, bad they were. Yeah. But then I'm like, wow, this was a really good idea. If I built off of, from this now, it would be really good. Um, and then... Another. This was like a couple days later, um, and I was like, "No, I'm not a writer." Still in denial. Um, my brother and I. Was my, my I don't know. My brother like plays a big role in this, even though he yeah. doesn't know he Her, did. Yeah. Um, we were playing the game Bejeweled on the computer. Oh wow! Fine. <laughs> yeah, I know. And so like, if you've ever played, it's got like those like fancy looking backgrounds and stuff. And he's just like, "Rachel, you should write me a story again." And I'm like, no, oh. we're sitting there and like, That's there was adorable. This... I know he was, he's was really little now. He's like going into college. It's weird. Wow. <laughs> That's whack. But, um, there was this like glass cast in the background of the game and I kept on looking at it and I was like, I could, I could write something about that. Like in my head, I was like, that, that could be a cool setting. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like the more I thought about it, like the, um, the big like blockbuster title, I already have it. It's called the crystal guardian. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, like, I literally said out loud. I looked at it, I was like, The Crystal Guardian. And then I was like, oh, that's it. Like, literally that young, I was right. like, that's it. I gotta write that. Yeah. Like, just the whole title, concept, stuff like that. It just comes it, to you. It just, it was just like I was hit by a truck. It was like, yeah. boom. Like, that's what you're gonna write about.
0: Epiphany, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. And I was like, what, in middle school? I didn't really know what was going on. But in my head, I'm like, no, I hate writing. I, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Like, it's a waste of time, and right. whatever. But it, that idea still to this day I think about mm-hmm. every single day and I've rewritten the story probably eight different times wow. and I've originally wanted to do this book and um I started growing impatient of like how long it was taking me to get to the parts I want to and it was just frustrating so anyway I like filled up I filled up probably seven different notebooks just with the same story but, oh, like, wow. different scenes, like, e- there's, like, um, a new scene every couple pages because I don't know how to put it all together. I have all these ideas, um, and I know how I want it to end, and I know how it begins, but I have no idea what goes on in the middle, which is the worst part. Yeah. But um my mom told me, she's like, um, you should, like, maybe think about writing a script because you write, you write it a lot more faster because it's very to the point and, um like, just, I don't know. Fast. Right, yes, yeah, when you yeah. write it, and when you read it, it's really fast too. Yeah. So. It's
0: like a Harry Potter book, you know, like the yeah, like the the escalations just make you you're you're like you think you're like moving through it really slow, but yeah, something just sucks you in, and then like, you know. Next thing you know, you went through 10 pages and you're like, holy shit, I yeah, made some progress. Like, exactly. And I only say that because, like, I mean, I read the whole, like, Harry Potter, like, was the only, like, real series I ever read as a kid. But yeah. I, I remember experiencing that feeling.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so I just, like, I keep on going and um, I just draft the story. I originally, again, I originally wrote it as a book. I got it to, like, 100 pages and then mm-hmm. I trashed it because mm-hmm. it wasn't getting, I didn't like it anymore. I was like, this is not the idea I want to write about. Like I just need to start over, same concept, same main character, completely different everything else. Mm -hmm. And like it's frustrating, but I feel like, I mean now that I look back on like all the years I've been writing about this idea, that it's slowly getting better. And I know it's probably gonna take maybe even a lifetime to get it to where I want it to be. And even when like I get it done, it'll still be parts I don't like. Mm -hmm. But. I believe that it has the potential of being big, um, just because like you know you see a lot of stuff like that is similar to the Hunger Games. Like Divergent and Hunger Games are kind of the same. Like Harry Potter, I feel like may have a couple knockoffs, and mm-hmm. like you can't really beat like Harry Potter really. or like Star Wars or stuff like that. And I'm like this is originality, um, and it's different. It's not like anything we've seen, even in like I don't know like in the 80s, 90s, whatever. Um, it's like, I'm not going to tell you what it is. Sure. But sure. I'll tell you, it's like, it involves time travel, and it involves parallel worlds. Wow. Yeah, Whoa. and it involves, like, a bunch of shit. Wow, bunch <laughs> so, of shit. So, that's it, and, um...
0: We're talking some yeah. avant-garde concepts out yeah. here. Shit. <laughs> We're talking about some, some, uh, some uh, you know, uh, Decades to come, type
1: shit. Yeah, wow. so I, I really do believe that it has the potential of being big, and actually, that, Raf sent samples of that writing out to a friend of my aunt's, who she graduated high school with, who works at Warren Brothers. Wow. And he invited me out there to like, kind of like, get a taste of what it's like to work. Shut up. The family ties. Yeah, I know. <laughs> really? And so like, I went. I flew out to California. This is when I was like a senior in high school met up with him, he, I kind of networked with a couple people, met the people that wrote for Teen Titans Go at the time, I don't know if they're the same, mm-hmm. um, but this guy, he was like one of the editors for like Barnyard, Big Hero 6, like mm-hmm. he worked in animation, but he was one of the higher up guys, and um, I hope, like I haven't seen him in years, but we're still in touch, and I hope that when the time comes, when I actually make it out to California, um, to like, you know, do the California dream. All oh,
0: right. To, um, to, you know... Make it big. Yeah, like
1: he he told me, he told me, he's like, when you're ready, let me know and I will make some calls. That's like kind of all he told me, but he said, go to college and graduate.
0: And he saw the story, like at least he's seen bits and pieces of it. it. He's
1: critiqued it. I haven't sent him stuff in a long time just because of like college and like I just don't feel like it's ready to send. and a lot of it's like on a notebook. It's not like written or like typed. So um, right now I still kind of write in like a book format, but when I can, I try and like practice with like scripts. I, there's like programs where you can do, where you can do like um, like script format, and you'll yep. just kind of like type it out, like do the format for you, and then you just type in what you want. Mm-hmm. So it's very weird. It takes a lot of practice, but yeah. like he told me that like, I've read a couple screenplays too, like the screenplay of Avatar. Mm-hmm. I read that that's only 180 pages and the movie is two and a half hours so like it's super condensed in those 180 pages because you want to think like a page a minute but you can do less than that Mm -hmm. and do like two minutes a page so it's really weird complicated but like that's kind of where I'm at right now and like I'm so over, like, academic writing for college. It's so stupid. Like, it's it's just so boring, bland, limiting. Right, right. It's not fun. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, totally. So, so, like, is that sort of what you writing, like, the story, is that sort of what enticed you to go into journalism? Like,
1: yeah, because, like, outside of that, I'm like, okay, I need to, like, practice other forms because I still love to write. And, like, going into the Odyssey, I'm like, oh, I can, like, Write about opinionated stuff, or like I can write random like listicles, or yeah. just stuff that's fun. Um, and like it builds with the Odyssey, it like builds an online portfolio for you. So, like, when I apply to jobs, I just put my Odyssey link and then like they'll go and they'll see it. Or mm-hmm. like if they've heard of the Odyssey, they kind of like associate my credibility with that because it's a pretty big publication. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just stuff like that. Oh, no,
0: for sure. Well, that's amazing. That, mm-hmm. I, see, I had no idea that you did that. you This was like an idea of yours. Oh, really? Like, this is, no, I had no idea. That, <laughs> I had no idea that you were like working on this like for so long oh, and it's shit. It's
1: been a long time. <laughs> that is
0: super cool, dude. Like,
1: oh holy gosh. fuck! Yeah, yeah I kind of like in a way. I kind of keep it to myself because I I don't know if you can tell, but I kind of go on tangents about it yeah. just because there's like so many things I want to add, and, like, I got to explain it, everything, and I'm bad at explaining yeah, things, yeah. so I'm just, like, I don't know. I'm very passionate about it, though. I've been, I, again, I think about it every single day, so I know that means mm-hmm. something, Um, and, I don't know, I'm just excited for when it's done. Oh, yeah. I know. And
0: I'm, you're on home stretch with school, too. You got a year left, yeah? Thank
1: God. Because yeah. I'm, like, after that, I'm seriously going to focus on it, because first I want to get, like, my credentials with college, and then go, like, off of it yeah. outside of working
0: <laughs> sister is gonna snap <laughs> sister's currently snapped. sister will snap <laughs> <laughs> so no that's that's awesome and um and i also i feel you on like the idea that like academic writing does get planned after a while like because yeah, i mean you likes it <laughs> right i mean it's like you you kind of have to be like it's like you're writing for assignments you know and that kind of mm-hmm. in a way it makes you have to be passionate about things that you're not necessarily like passionate about. It's just you're writing it for a grade. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think that like, if it's something you're actually like, you pour your heart into and you love doing, it's like, you know, you know, it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. But when you're writing, when you're only doing something, it's like when you have to, it's like, it's almost like, uh, like when you, um, are doing like those class debate things and you're forced Mm -hmm. to pick a side and you have to like your argument about it even if you don't agree with it yourself. Yeah,
1: and then you're not good at the argument because right. it's not like what you entirely. And it's
0: like believe. you're just yeah, it's yeah. like you're doing it for the grade. Yeah, you know, and exactly. it's like you're you're kind of like uh you're 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 feigning passion of sorts because yeah. you you know because at the end of the day you're just trying to like make it to the next step. Mm-hmm. So like yeah like I mean that's why like for a while I mean I like I struggled so hard finding like, um, like, stories and like, our journalism classes to write about. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, I felt like it's, like, what do I, like, what am I, like, I suck at just thinking of, like, oh, what, what's, like, a good topic that I could do this piece on, that I could do a beat on, you know? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I sucked at doing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got through it, and I ended up writing a couple articles, you know, I thought were pretty good for, like, where mm-hmm. I was at with my writing, but, um... But, you know, that's why, like, I kind of, like, didn't want to do, like, the the, the hard news anymore. Yeah, Um,
1: hard news, like, I'm not into, like, going out and finding a story. I like the story coming to me. Right. So, like, and also, like, news writing is very, like to the point, like mm-hmm. I mean when you read a newspaper it's all like this happened and this happened. Right. And he said this it's and she fact- said that. it's fact based. Yeah, right, and yeah. there's no there's really no creativity to it and you're usually limited to like a certain number oh, of yeah. words. Yeah. And I don't like that. Like I like seeing like the creative side of it. But, like yeah. and I like working with like promotions, content creation, whatever, like outside of just photography and writing just because it's really fun. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm good at it. Um but I mean I could look like I could walk down the street right now, and I could probably find five things I could write a story about. Oh, yeah. Like creatively, No, that, not like an article. Like I could see, like, like there's a dog park over there. I could see a dog and be like, okay, I can write a story about dog and the girl oh, and all yeah. this stuff. Like just right. snap. Like you can just look at things. I mean, at least for me, I can look at things, and I'll be like, that could be a story. Right. right? You just build yeah. that
0: that that instinct. Yeah. yeah of exactly. Rather than like. This is what's happening over here in the mm-hmm. city right now. This, this, and this happened. We talked to this person and this person. Yeah. This is what they think.
1: I like being the driver of the story, right. not other people with their facts. Yeah, like, exactly. So.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I love that. And that's yeah. like, um, I think that, you know, I, I mean, I still like, cause, you know, I write for Breaking and Entering for a mm-hmm. music blog in the city and like, um, it's it's entirely freelance work so like Mm -hmm. i have my creative control Mm -hmm. and like yes like yeah it's like yeah i am like um you know i'm still telling a story about you know this artist or this show Mm -hmm. i am still like interviewing the artist but it's not just a matter of like you know this happened and this is and this is like how people feel about it this is more about like This is who I'm interviewing, and this is, like, why they're doing what they're doing. This is why they are making music. This is what, you know, you can expect from them for the rest of the year. Like, Mm -hmm. this is their own art that, you know, they're sharing with the community. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, um, these are, like, their real, like, um, this is stuff that's actually, like, true to them, Mm -hmm. and it's, like, highlighting their creativity. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, in the same way, like, I do Mr. Nice Guy, it's, like, I get to interview people about what they have to say and, like, why they're, you know, what they're inspired about and, like, just what they're consciously chasing after. Yeah. And, like, it's, like, you know, I get to see the beauty in other people Mm -hmm. uh, and really genuinely get excited about people around me and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that um, by doing that that, uh, avenue of journalism rather than, like, You know, I have, like, a strict itinerary that I can only, um, you know, interview about, like, facts and stuff like that. Like, there's there's not a lot of, like, raw emotion behind that. Mm -hmm. I like to write things that are emotionally based. Mm -hmm. I like to do journalism that's emotionally based. Oh, yeah. You, you know, seem to be in that that vein, too. It's, like, Mm -hmm. where you, you know, you're writing based on your emotions. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think that's, like, where a lot of... that's where, like, the true heart is of journalism, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, that's why, you know, I don't like to read from a lot of, like, major news networks, because it's like, I know it's like, I know what their agenda is after like, I know it's like...
1: And then it, like, just puts you I mean, I noticed that I stopped staying away from news, even, like Print, TV, even like on my phone or something, just because I feel like it would put me in a bad mood. So, like, yeah, I'll know like the breaking news, like if something big happens, right, but I yeah. won't go out of my way and like look at it because I used to do that before and I noticed it made me very like negative, like have like Makes a you negative angry. mindset. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I'll just know the breaking news mm-hmm. if anything big happens, but I'm like, I. I just don't want that negativity. Like, um, I feel bad because I'm like, I feel like I should like know about what's going on. But at the same time, like it just, it's not good for my mindset. And like things are still like, I'm okay. My relatives, my family, my friends are okay. Like that's what I need to focus on at least right now. So
0: that's why I like vice. Mm -hmm. I like vice a lot. Really? Yeah. Because they have very unique stories, like Mm -hmm. just such unique stories. Like, um, They do, like, these, like, uh, panel-type, like, YouTube videos where they, like, bring people of different communities uh, of various, like, political views and have them all in one room to, like, discuss their beliefs, their experiences, like, you know, what they exactly believe. And Mm -hmm. I just think that's so cool Mm -hmm. because, like, you just don't see, like, it's because we live under such a culture of, like, you know, where people are, like, separated into groups and... Mm -hmm people are expected to all think like the same thing if they identify with this group. Mm-hmm. But seeing everyone kind of come together and you find how much division there is even within those communities, yeah. it's like at the end of the day, it's like you look at the individual, you know, you don't look at the group as a whole. And yeah. that's why like, it's I'm a very big like, believer that you, you only get so far when you identify with the group. You need to be your own person. You got to be an individual, you know? Mm -hmm. I just, I mean, if there are news networks that I am going to gravitate towards, they're the ones that are reporting on how people feel about things rather than just, you know, presenting facts on some kind of uh, agenda based bias, you know? Like, I like Mm -hmm. to hear, I like to. And that's why, like, like Vice has just a really unique storytelling... Like, they're just reporting on just very unique stories... Or doing a very unique style or approach of... Um, of, you know, conducting a story on mm-hmm. something. And I just admire anyone who has that, that ethic, mm-hmm. you know? Like, so... Um, yeah, I mean, people say that like journalism is like such a dead industry these days, but I feel like that's why is because like everyone has an agenda with their with their reporting, mm-hmm. but it's like but it's like you know we know how you feel about something, but just yeah. if you're going to feel about a, a, a type of way about something, like just you know be true to that and just be say what you mean, you know, be passionate about yeah. it and do it instead of just like hiding behind your version of facts. You know what I mean? So
1: yeah, that's what I got to say exactly. about that. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like too, um, I mean, at least with like what I do, with what I write, how I talk or whatever, I feel like people can maybe like piece together like which ways I lean. But at the same time, like I like, I like hearing everything.
0: Like, course, yeah. like I
1: just think it's interesting to know like why like this group would think that way. And I'm like, okay. And then like, why does my group think this way? And then just kind of like comparing them. I'm not like, radically like the the crazy like one side or like crazy the other side i'm kind of just like i have my ideas i stick to them i have like my morals that i was raised on and i like to hear other sides so like i mean i think a big example was well you know i went to israel and like yeah that was awesome
0: (laughs) israel (laughs) yeah like i mean and that's a very like emotionally charged conversation to have
1: yeah and like i honestly like i'm catholic like so obviously i I know about like all the the catholic christian like jewish side of things over there but i didn't know anything about like the muslims or arabs so like i thought some of the most interesting conversations that we had were with that side because i just i just didn't know anything and like um it's not like that my opinions changed like if they did or didn't but i just was like this is really cool. Like, okay, so that's why they think that way. And like, I understand why Mm -hmm. and like, and that's why I understand why this side thinks that way. So I don't know. I I just think it's interesting too, even with like that, that's the biggest contrast I saw it in and then just like politics and stuff. I mean, I kind of just like, I don't know. I like to know everything.
0: Oh, I agree. No, (laughs) you, you kind of have to, Yeah. you You also have to know what you're arguing against in a lot of ways, you know, you need to know like. And I'm a firm believer that, like, you know, people form their beliefs based on their experiences and their exposures mm-hmm. and, just, you know, what what they were raised with, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can tell you I feel certain ways about things. Like, even, even fears I have, like phobias I have, yeah. are based on traumas I had when I was little. Me too. You know? Like, that's real shit. And that's mm-hmm. why people are afraid of things like dogs or they can be afraid of something like, you know... Tornadoes, or they're afraid Mm -hmm. of strangers. They're, it's like that's based on things that, like you know, it's like why you have adversities. To what we were saying earlier, your euro experience, my asparagus experience. (laughs) Those are adversities we have based on fears we had. Yeah, like you know, based on what we experienced as we were younger. So like,
1: like keep that bias. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And
0: like, and you know, I and on that topic, like the you know the, the Israel Palestine like jews muslim conversation it's like you know i was always raised like you know i never questioned anything about israel i'm like oh yeah jewish state cool yeah um but after traveling there after also you know meeting like palestinians meeting you know uh, just uh reading into like you know what's actually going on out there it's like okay i have to separate what i was raised to believe and i have to hear from somebody who's on a completely different end of it mm-hmm. and that actually really did shift my my views on the conflict as a whole and it really did like have an immense emotional impact on me mm-hmm. and and that's 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 just a matter of like you have to be open minded in all senses when it's like when it comes to you know it's it's like you're you're not going to make it in any creative industry if you have a closed mind you know mm-hmm. it's like and that goes for journalism it goes for film it goes for mm-hmm. um it goes for music it goes for you know whatever you name it whatever yeah, medium you're doing exactly. you can't you, you know you can't like stick to you know one set of style you ha- like it's like you have to and that's why they specialize us in our journalism department to have so many different uh skill sets you know like yeah, working like, with bro- working with broadcast working with print working with the sound slides, because you know. I, like,
1: hate, I hated the okay. sound stuff so I, much. I, got,
0: I like literally like got a C on my sound slides project. Well,
1: I didn't do <laughs> I didn't do sound slides, but when I was when I was a film major, we did this sound class. Oh my god. I hated that yeah, class. It yeah. was it was so hard. I never knew what I was doing. I never really cared about sounds. <laughs> like we had to go out and like collect sounds and we had to get these like recorders and like why can't I just use voice memo? Right. Like, yeah. like yeah. why do I have yeah. to use this stupid yeah. like recorder that I have to bring right. my own batteries yeah. for? Like Yeah, I
0: don't like Europe where it's like Yeah, no, like I literally conduct all my interviews on my phone using my video. Like yeah. and it's like whenever I interview anybody, like artists on the like at shows mm-hmm. that's what I do I don't, I don't use the, the recorder Yeah. I don't use like the uh, inverted pyramid style really that much I just yeah. kind of I just literally do it chronologically all the time Yeah. and it's like I'm glad I know what the inverted pyramid is I'm yeah. glad I know like what you can do with w- it yeah exactly but that's just not my style it's like in the same way with you you mm-hmm. know like you you know uh you know, you have a particular way you like to tell stories. You know, mm-hmm. you view the world in a lens that is going to be different than someone else's, mm-hmm. um, and that's okay. And mm-hmm. it's just, you know, it's just a matter of like
1: your preference, your right? Style. Your
0: preferences, yeah. your 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 yeah, your um, flair. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> you said that really weird. Just flair. <laughs> oh,
0: I like to. I like the sister
1: snapping. Sister is snapping. <laughs> the
0: Nomenclature is is on point today. <laughs> But no, I, 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 I totally agree with everything you're saying. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you just, it's like, it's good to just know like that other things are there Mm -hmm. and that other, you know, people are going to think and do things a certain way.
1: Yeah. But, and I mean, it's their business. Like if you don't agree with it, like it's not your problem. Is it affecting your life? Most likely not. Like if they're like trying to burn down your house and that's problem. Right. Like, like, if it's directly
0: affecting you. Yeah,
1: then then do something. Right. But like if you just see somebody like protesting for something and you don't agree for it like don't cause a problem. No, just no, drive that. by because right. also like to as much as like sometimes protests can be kind of annoying um, because like when they stop traffic and I, that annoys me. <laughs> it's like when they like get in the way of traffic yeah. and stuff. But at the same time, there's other places around the world where like you could die for like protesting like that. So, even if there's like a whole thing that I don't agree on, I'm like, that's also the beauty of America. They're in standing democracy. up for what
0: they believe yeah, in. in. Yeah, in
1: democracy because they have the right to say that just as much as I have the right to say something. So, Um, I'm like just in my head. I'm like, all right It's cool that we can do something like this and not have to worry for our lives that we're gonna die because we like are out Speaking something like Mm -hmm. and I think I think that's cool And I feel like a lot of people today like overlook that because so many people have like died for us like a society to do those kinds of things and like in a way I'm just like yeah, go ahead practice it like we earned this because people before us did that so we could practice yeah. this way exactly no yeah. and that's
0: the beauty of america and it's yeah. like believe me like i mean i have my views i have my feelings of many i, I think that yeah. there's a lot of fucked up shit our yeah. country that is wrong with our country i think there's a lot of fucked up shit that we need to do better on but i'm still proud to be an american yeah i'm still very proud to be an american and mm-hmm. like i'm still and that's it's like you're most critical of things that you're proud of, or that you're passionate about, mm-hmm. or that you love. Mm-hmm. You know, you tell your best friends when they're fucking up. Yeah. You tell your family when you have a when there's something wrong. It's yeah. like you love them. Yeah. And when something is something that you love is threatened, or then you, act then, you yeah, then you yeah then you speak your truth and because it's like you don't want to lose that. Mm-hmm. So like and that's where the love comes in. Mm-hmm.
1: Out
0: right. of that fear. So,
1: I love talking about love.
0: Oh man, love! <laughs> Not enough love goes around in the world, you know.
1: I know. I don't know why I went.
0: <laughs> Just I
1: do. I, I world smallest. Yeah. <laughs> stab. Wait, wait. You guys see this? World smallest stab.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, you no, know, like hundred. Like, I mean, and like, yeah. Like, I think that there's, you know, many things many of us can do better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the, you know. I, at the end of the day, like, I mean, I'm just a loving, caring person Mm -hmm. and I want to see the best in everybody. Sometimes it's really hard to do that because we just get so emotionally charged. We just get really upset when we see things that, you know, that, you know, we feel aren't moving us forward. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you have to understand, like, you know, somebody might not be where you're at with something. Somebody might have an entirely different experience that has caused them to feel type of way. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything we were saying before. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I mean, I... And, like, I, I think we overlooked that because, like, I mean, yeah, like what... Like I said, I stand by, you know, many things about America. Like, there's, like, there's plenty of things our country does that I don't agree with.
1: But... But there's good and bad things about Right. America.
0: But there's also... But... There are great things our country does too, Mm -hmm. you know, like our country is so, for one, our country is so far ahead in, you know, uh, LGBTQ rights in where many other countries in the world, you can still be killed for being gay, you know, Mm -hmm. um, like, uh, marijuana legalization is, is coming along. Mm -hmm. I think that that's great. You know, it's not totally there, but it's coming along. you know, we, like, you know, we just have, uh, um, like a lot of, you know, you you can practice whatever faith that you, that you believe in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, freely and you can have, you know, like your place of worship where it's like in other countries, it's like you can't necessarily like do that without being persecuted. And like, that's, and that's something that like, you know, it's like, yes, there's a lot of shit that, you know, we may be upset about with our country, but there is a lot of beauty in our country, too. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of beauty, I feel like, in every country in a, in a lot of ways. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, someone always, everyone has their right to feel proud of, you where know, their from. country, where mm-hmm. they're from. That's their family. That's your truth, mm-hmm. you know? And that goes back to everything we were saying about our writing. It's mm-hmm. like, I, wanna, I want to read or see or hear about somebody's truth, mm-hmm. what they're passionate about, not them doing something because they're serving some greater purpose or there being a, an echo chamber, they're participating mm-hmm. in an echo chamber of like yeah. a much larger picture mm-hmm. and uh, both, you know, both the left and right news both do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, like, yeah. so I, um, yeah, no, so like I uh, am happy to see you, you know, fulfilling your dreams in the way you see fit.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm just kind of like, you know what, this is like my mindset What I'm going to do, I'm not going to, like, yeah, I'm still going to push boundaries, but I'm not going to take things too far because I have done that in the past, and, like, it just ends badly. So I'm like, okay, like, I'm going to push boundaries, not cross lines. And um, it makes more of an impact than you'd think. And I've had people tell me, like, about um, articles I've written, not just about politics, but a lot about, like, mental health um, and, like, talking about depression, going to therapy, like, like, I feel like people tiptoe around the fact of or um, the concept of suicide and like those are things like I'm not afraid to talk about because like I've Experienced Mm. all of those and like it's a part of life, but it's Like they're uh, they're unavoidable and there's ways you can deal with it It fuels the
0: stigma when you're afraid to talk about I mean yeah great that some people just aren't ready to and that's fine Mm -hmm. but that makes it that much more important for people yeah, that have dealt with it. Like mm-hmm. I myself have too. Like to yeah. talk about it openly, and yeah. like, I agree. Yeah. And
1: I've had people reach out to me and be like, "Thank you for writing like this article. Like it really touched me." Or um, back home, my Odyssey articles are actually published in the local newspaper. Um, oh wow! Well. Yeah, which I don't know. The the editors like they're like, "Yeah, send us content." Shout until. out
0: Dodgeville News. <laughs>
1: it's Dodgeville Chronicle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually Dodgeville Chronicle. <laughs> no, but they're super cool over there. I just send them articles, and they just throw them in the paper and. Um, the headshot that I, they would use was, like, four years old, (laughs) so I sent them a new one. I was like, use this one, please. (laughs) But, anyway, like, there's people that reach out to me, and they're like, thank you for, or even, like, my parents. They're like, tell, like, Rachel, like, thank you for writing about this. Um, like, it's a topic that people are afraid to talk about, and that was about, like, going to therapy and people being, like, afraid to admit it. Um, because I've been to therapy, and yeah, it was scary. I was scared to go. Before I went in, I went in the bathroom, and I bawled my eyes out. And I went by myself, because I'm like, I'm an adult, I need to do this, like, I'm, this is part of growing up, and I just went in there, had a good cry, and then I went up to the office, and then... Right. Like, I was like, that was one of the hardest of things I, like, did on my own, I think, because I was sitting there in the office, like, doing the checklist, you know, of, like, what you've experienced, and I'm, like, crying, filling it out, because yeah. I'm like, oh my God, so many things that have happened to me to leave me to this point, but I went in there, and, like, I feel like people, again, have that stigma of it being such a bad thing, like you're, you're sick or something's mm-hmm. wrong with you. People go through shit. Like, it's part of life. Things are going to happen. Like, like 2018 was probably the hardest year I have ever experienced, and I'm only 21. Like, I'm still, I'm still going to experience, like, hard times. But that definitely was, I think, the year where I changed the most as a person, and I really think it's because I went to therapy. I got help. I started taking medication, which like people have like a stigma around too. Like, oh, you shouldn't take. Oh my meds. god!
0: I like to call my meds like my uh, like my candy. Yeah. Because like it's <laughs> or like my happy pills, yeah. whatever. It's like my yeah. meds have changed my life, and I've I been medicated know. for two and a half. I years. didn't
1: realize how much even before like twenty eighteen happened that like I had like anxiety or um, just like I would always get like nerves all the time. Um, and I, that's probably the anxiety, but like I had a fear of flying for the longest time and I've flown so many times mm-hmm. my dad's a pilot like I've been on a plane a million times and I still would get terrified and yeah. then like I noticed after I started like taking the meds to get on a plane. I'd like fall asleep right away. Yeah, because like, I'm right. like, oh, this is fine It's chill because I was like, why would I get worked up? I'm like, I, I was never like this when I was younger, but um like yeah it it took a while for the meds to kick in but i didn't realize my true potential until i went to therapy and realized that the way i was was not i don't want to say like not healthy but not okay it wasn't yeah it wasn't where
0: you were it wasn't where like you were meant to be at
1: yeah and and that i it what was happening to me was holding me back from so much more and i was also like recovering from like, really abusive relationship and like I had like PTSD symptoms mm-hmm. and I was like scared all the time really sad I wouldn't do anything like I didn't eat um, like I lost a lot of weight um, and I didn't realize it and so when I went there I almost didn't come back to UWM mm-hmm. because my parents wanted me to go full-time I actually went once and then after that I was like I'm good like I'm like my like eyes are open <laughs> yeah yeah but, I don't know. I feel like that's such a stigma that people have. And I'm like, I encourage people to go because I'm like, it helps you so much. Even if you think like a tiny thing is wrong, like it's always okay to like ask if you want to go talk to somebody, not, it's not like medicine's going to like cure everything, but like talking to somebody definitely helped. I think I just needed somebody to say, this guy was a piece of work and everything that happened to you was wrong. And like, he's like, this is what you need to do to feel better and all that stuff. I just need somebody to, like, tell me it, tell it as it is, even though I heard it from everybody else, yeah. but somebody that I barely knew. And then after that, like, I felt a million times better. And like ever since I was like, wow, I'm learning so much more about myself, like what I'm capable of. Um, and just like, cause after that, then I became an editor for the Odyssey. And then later that year, I became a president for the Odyssey. And then after that, or even during that time, I got my first internship at the, um, the Battengo place and like i found better friends i like grew my sorority like i was just reaching my true potential and i was like this is so cool so yeah. i know that's definitely a concept that people are scared of but oh, that's yeah. one big thing that okay. I, I know, know you're right
0: about now you're writing the next blockbuster right?
1: yeah i know Whoa. it's gonna be wild
0: oh <laughs> i'm so proud of you <laughs> thank I, you <laughs> I, Thank you for sharing every all of that
1: yeah no i'm totally cool talking yeah. about it too
0: i yeah like I mean, it's beautiful that like you know you got help mm-hmm. and it allowed you to continue continue on with your truth. Mm-hmm. You know, like I had a similar experience. You know, I was you know not taking care of myself. I was running away from my problems. I was sinking into a really really deep hole about mm-hmm. two and a half years ago. Ended up in a horrible rut and like similar to you, like when I so like I. I'd, like, been to therapy before that, but, um, but simple therapy wasn't going to help me at this point. Like, I needed, like, some serious, like, help. So, yeah. I actually went to the mental hospital and, yeah, like, when I first got there, it was, like, the scariest thing in my life. Mm-hmm. It was, like, what am I doing here? You know? Yeah,
1: like, how, like, do I, I'm not supposed to be Right, I don't belong
0: yeah. here, like, yeah. and, um, I, um... I don't want to die, but I just didn't want to keep living the way I was. So like that's I just, how
1: I was too. I remember uh, I was sitting on my couch. I'm like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. My mom's like, do you I'm like want to die? I'm like, no. I just don't want to be here. Like, I, and that's like before the meds were kicking in. Yeah. and Like she was scared. And then like I remember the doctor telling me that um, like if they, if they see my parents see me having like suicidal tendencies or like seeing me like I don't know like I don't can't think of an example but like drop hints that I might try and commit suicide to take me right to the hospital and like I I did I thought about killing myself because I was so sad and like there was one night specifically I really thought about doing it and I it's when I was living in the dorms thank God like they have like suicide proof windows but I was just like I just want to climb out this window because I'm like I don't know if I can deal with this and like I called my mom but she left her phone at work so she didn't answer, but I told her, I'm like, honestly, I'm glad you didn't pick up because like, I I was really, really sad. And I just told myself, I'm like, Rachel, like every time I'd have a dark thought, I'm like, why would you do that? Do you know how many people you'd hurt? Yeah. I'd like talk right, myself yeah. out of it. So I never actually like attempted, but I had really dark thoughts. Oh, same, yeah. Same, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, I think I was at a really similar point as well. Mm-hmm. And like, um, or just, you feel so like powerless against the, you know, the demon yeah but um yeah oh i mean needless to say well actually not needless to say this is important to say i'm happy you're here
1: (laughs) thank you um
0: very important to say Mm -hmm. um yeah like and i was like crying when i was like in the hospital in the in the er texting my best friends that like i don't feel safe with myself so i'm at the mental hospital and like i'll let you guys know what happens Mm -hmm. it's me telling the people that I love and care about the most and telling them, like, this is my reality right now is, mm-hmm. like, the... It's, like, it's horrifying. And it's, like, you... you Because, it's like, you constantly struggle with anxiety. It's always, like, that struggle of, like, separating what's, what's true and what's not. Yeah. What's real and what's not.
1: Mm-hmm. And, like, know. what's all in your head. Right, yeah. right.
0: And it's, mm-hmm. like... I find, you find yourself actually, like, you know, coming in, like, it's, like, especially those fears that, like, oh, I'm going crazy or, like, I'm going insane. Mm-hmm. Like, it's what's like, wrong with me It's, Something's like, that's hard, actually, right? like, coming true now. So, it's, like, mm-hmm. I'm becoming exactly, like, what I'm fearing. So, like, and I'm showing this part of me to the world mm-hmm. that, like, I'm seriously, like, not okay. Um, but... Like now, and that it's like that was the greatest thing I've ever did. Mm -hmm. Uh, Greatest thing I ever did, and it
1: and the fact that you knew that you needed to go and get help like that's that's a huge step because I feel like to a lot of people don't know, yeah, if they should go or not, and they don't want to go because they don't want to think that they have a problem. Chances are, if you
0: if you're even debating about going, you should just fucking go.
1: I I mean, I thought about going back like a while ago because like I just know I was like in a bad like I was, I think I was just like really stressed out with school. Mm Um, but I was like I think about going back like yeah, something's not right and like then I realized I was like I, I like narrowed it all down. I'm like okay. I got school going on. I'm really busy work I was working three jobs last semester I was like and I don't really have any time to just like relax so I'm like okay We'll see how like the next two weeks goes and if I don't feel better like then I'll go and call and make an appointment and then like it all settled down I just realized I was a little overwhelmed but like the fact that I was even considering it is good because I'm like okay do I need to go back and mm-hmm. see if I need a little, like, checkup or not, so... Yeah,
0: and it's like, no, you know, like, no, really say, like, yeah, like, oh my god, like, I'm, I'm fucking crazy, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just, I am crazy, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, I, I lost my mind in 2017, but I ended up okay. Yeah. I ended up okay with the fact that I did mm-hmm. lose my mind, like, at that point. You know, yeah. I, like, actively... Embrace the fact that I have mental health issues. Yeah, because you know Yeah, I'm a fucking anxious-ass person. I'm an emotional wreck. Yeah. Uh, my feelings get hurt way too easily. I Think the world is against me all the time. I'm terrified of abandonment. Mm-hmm. I um, I have uh, e- Extremely obsessive tendencies. I have many many mental health uh, deficiencies, mm-hmm. but
1: that makes up like. Who but you that's are. me, and I s it's, it's yeah.
0: I'm I'm fucking I'm yeah. hap- I'm happy, and that yeah. that's me.
1: And like I think I think back to like a lot of people I feel like don't like to talk about those dark times because, like they think like oh I don't want people to think different of me. I am so I feel like I'm so comfortable talking about it because like yeah it was it was the shitty part of my life like most of 2018 I was laying in a bed crying because like I thought that I would never be back to where I was and like after what this guy did to me in this relationship i thought i was like i don't know if i can ever date again after like going through this like i don't know if i can ever feel back to the way i was and honestly when i look back on it now that like everything's in the clear i am so thankful that i went through that as crazy as that sounds because it made me such a strong person mm-hmm. in the end i was such a pushover i would just i didn't realize that like The guy was like being really bad to me. Um, I would like not really think for myself or stand up for myself um, because before in the past, like being in a relationship has like been my weakness because I kind of like drop everything for them. Mm -hmm. And um, now I'm just like, I don't put up with shit. I say what I need to say. I'm not gonna apologize for being myself. And like, I am so much more like mentally tough level-headed I mean well some people might disagree because I am still kind of crazy but (laughs) but like but that's okay yeah
0: I feel like everyone is too but
1: honestly I'm so thankful because that year even though it was the hardest I grew the most I matured so much I learned so much about myself people and relationships and like I'm just so thankful for it in the end because I don't think I would be at the point I am today with like the stuff i do creatively or my jobs or school i even improved like tremendously at school because of all this stuff and like um it's just been crazy how much like just this one thing affected my life and i just want to tell people I'm like dark times always end yeah. they seem like they're not going to end and this doesn't sound like corny but my junior year high school um biology teacher he would tell us he told us this as a joke when we were learning about like the cardiac system um that life is like an ekg scan you have to have ups and downs otherwise if there, otherwise if there's a flat line there is no life oh that's real uh, i that's know real and he thought life. it was a, he thought it was a joke and i live by that quote all the time when i'm like going through like like right now, I feel like I'm in a low because I literally have no life. I work all the time. I like haven't showered in a day. Like yeah. I, like I don't have time to do anything. But I'm like, okay, this is a low. It's gonna get better. I'm gonna be thankful that I did it. Later, went through it. So I'm like, I'm gonna have a high again.
0: Well I'm glad you could yeah. do a nice guy podcast yeah. this morning.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I feel like was starting to go on a tangent. No, that's
0: okay. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm glad. I'm just happy that you are. You know. I'm just so happy. I'm I'm just I'm just proud of you. Oh, and you're I'm just, cry. And I'm just so happy that you're, you know, you're you're you got all this shit to look forward to now. Yeah. So that is really really incredible. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see all of it come true.
1: I love you, Ben. You're so you. awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna make me. All right. <laughs> Love you so much. Love you too. <laughs> um, so Rachel, uh, we had a wonderful conversation, not only about uh, creativity and about uh, journalism. A whole all, bunch
1: of stuff. Right.
0: We <laughs> sisters snapped. Um, we snapped
1: on everything. <laughs> we snapped on so much shit.
0: But that was a really powerful note to conclude on. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me, Rachel, what keeps you up at night?
1: Um, What I'm going to write next.
0: What you're going to write next. Mm-hmm. That's real. What
1: I'm going to do next, yeah. Oh. Or yeah.
0: whatever. <laughs> oh shit! The the eye emoji, that like the the emoji, of the eyes looking. This is like the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Exactly. Uh, oh my god.
0: What uh? What puts you to sleep though?
1: Um, I think the fact that I know I'm gonna be successful and that the work I'm doing now is gonna pay off and, very soon. And so. it
0: fucking matters.
1: Mm-hmm. It does matter. <laughs> Thank, thank, thank you for, for being having on the show, me, and
0: thank you for sharing everything. Yeah,
1: you're welcome. Thanks check, for listening to me. Of course, <laughs>
0: check out Rachel Oline Photography. I'll be posting link, and uh, also let's can't wait to he- can't wait to see this uh this uh, Crystal Guardian shit. <laughs> this
1: blockbuster. Right, the blockbuster. Wait, a couple years. Hey, if you know me, I'll give you a free ticket.
0: Thank you for watching, Mr. <laughs> nice Guy. We'll see you next time.
1: Bye. <laughs>